Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10-9 Central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey everyone, I'm Courtney Revolution. And I'm Savannah Palacio. And welcome to The Homecoming Queens. Every Wednesday on Homecoming Queens, we have a special guest from the reality verse to tell us what it's like to wake up one day and have everybody know your name. The full episode of Homecoming Queens is available on our Homecoming Queens podcast YouTube channel. So watch us. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. You already know what to do. Today's guest is Davina. You may know her as one of the shining stars from Netflix's Selling Sunset. But first, you know my good Judy, Sav and I need a kiki. What's going down, Sav? That was my best impression of Courtney from the very beginning of the podcast. You ate. Did I? <laughs> you did. My good Judy Sav. That sounds just like me. It is. Not as cute, though. I love when you say it. When you're like, hey, girl, what's the TTT? Oh, my heart flutters. What's the TTT? What do you say? Um, what's going on, babes? What's bacon? What's quigging? Nothing much, you know. I honestly stayed home all weekend this weekend to clean out my entire closet. I think I just needed, like, a reset. Mm. You know, I needed to purge my life mm. of everything I didn't need or wear or mm. use. I did the same thing with all of my bathroom products. Oof. Um, and I feel so light now. Light and airy, like light and whipped airy. cream cheese. Yeah, easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover girl? <laughs> <laughs> like an America's Next Top Model challenge. What about you? What did you do this weekend? Actually, <laughs> I saw your story. Which one? <laughs> and, and I think... <laughs> And I think you forgot to invite me to someone's house. What do you mean? You went to a little shindig, a little party. So. A siesta. A, a little siesta. I mean, a siesta is an app, but yeah, siesta, fiesta. I mean, I took a siesta before the fiesta. Ooh, I love I love a siesta Ooh, before the fiesta. A little pre-fiesta siesta. Yeah. Um, Y'all know I don't be checking my DMs like that, but on one particular day I did, and there was a DM from Miss Chriselle Staus, um, star of Selling Sunset, um, icon, legend, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, come over to the crib. I'm having a game night slash karaoke night. Come dressed as someone that you would sing as. It's giving karaoke. Who did you dress as? I dressed specifically as One Direction era Harry Styles. <laughs> okay, okay. So I wore like a floral print shirt, uh -huh. skinny black jeans, black boots, necklace. Love that. So I basically dressed as myself and called it Harry Styles. Um <laughs> And I was going to say, how is that different from your like everyday fashion? But pop it's off. not my fault that me and Harry were aligned while he was in a boy band. Okay. Fashion fashionably, you okay. know, with respect. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I honestly had a really great time. I don't like doing things alone just in general. Um, mm -hmm. But I was like, you know what? Chrishell invite me, bitch. I'm going alone. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. 
and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. All right, everyone, help me welcome home Selling Sunsets. Beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, intelligent, Davina. Ooh, Davina. What an intro. Thank you so much. Of course, <laughs> Davina, you deserve it. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Welcome on home, Davina. Hi, guys. <laughs> We've been waiting. We've been waiting for you, Davina. Oh, so sweet. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. We have a lot to get into today. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, boy. Okay. So Courtney and I met Davina not too long ago for the very first yeah. time, and we were gagged. Yeah, we were gagged. We were I gagged. definitely was gagged. Wait, really? You were yeah. completely gagged? Davina, you know what? I don't, and I told you this at the time that I met you, I don't think at least not in the earlier seasons, that the show did you justice. No, uh, it, it certainly didn't. But but like uh, after everything you've seen, what were you expecting? I'm just curious what you guys expected. Oh, you know honestly. what? I, w- I didn't. Honestly, I wasn't really expecting. I, I don't really think I had a lot of expectations. I think I was. And I think that's why I was so taken back when I met you, because you are so tall. I mean, gorgeous, long legs, thin, you know, just you look like a model. And I actually read online that you were a model. You were Come signed on. to Ford, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, so I, 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 that's something I didn't know about you. And I think that is kind of where everyone, I, I, I mean, at least everyone who watches Selling Sunset the way I do, we don't, we, we don't know who the real Davina is. And that's exactly why I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, it's weird seeing some of the comments, especially in the past where people were, you know, had such negative uh, perceptions and they thought I was just really cold mm-hmm. and they meet me and I'm friendly and warm and sweet. And they're like, oh, what? And so that that shows you the magic of television. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. ma'am. And I feel like that's what our podcast is all about, Davina, kind of like giving this platform to our <laughs> girlies to kind of like really show who they are. So yeah. to really kind of kick it off, honestly, like what? What does the world not know about Davina? Because I feel like with some of the other ladies, we get into some of their life stories. But what's going on with you, Davina? What is Davina into or not into? Uh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. I'm into health and wellness and beauty and um, art and dinners. And I'm really close to a lot of my friends and family. Nothing unusual or strange. uh, yeah, I mean, as I think people say, I go to Burning Man and I love electronic music. I'm from Germany. My mom is part Native American. So there's a little bit of that. I just don't share my personal life on there too much as far as dating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, I, I think some of the other ladies really struggled with that on there. And unless I feel like, you know, you're getting married and you're going to have a baby like like Heather got married and she's pregnant now, which is so amazing. Like, I feel like that's a pretty straightforward storyline. But I think some of the other stuff got really intense on there. And that's I didn't want to do that. So and then I don't think it's necessarily fair for the other person if they're not willing to share. So, right. Yeah. I think that's very uh, understanding of you. I think, you know, not a lot of people think, oh, my friend doesn't want to be on camera or maybe my friend do- has, has never wanted to be on reality TV, right? But well, I was in a three and a half year relationship when I started the show and um, and he was in a couple of scenes. Yeah, he was in a couple yeah. of scenes, but we didn't want to do one-on-ones because we saw what, for example, Mary and Romaine went through and, I, and Mary was crying and we were like, wow, this this doesn't look good. This doesn't feel good, you know? So, mm. and and he's a he was a... A pretty serious entrepreneur with big investors, and he didn't want to risk his reputation. So I can understand that. You can't blame somebody, right? So. Definitely, definitely not. Do you think that not sharing those small parts of your life, though, kind of made it so that the audience couldn't relate to? I mean, with respect to Mary and Romaine, we love them, but like you said, a lot of people had a, opinions about their relationship, and it definitely was not easy on her. Do you think that maybe that hurt you in a way? Um, you know, I think it took away a dimension of my life, of my personality. It doesn't show vulnerability because we we didn't have these conversations on camera. But honestly, I mean, like, you know, obviously it didn't work out. We broke up. Right. So 
I'm glad that's not on camera because it was too emotional for me. Mm. But also yeah. for the other person, if they're not willing to talk about it, then I mean, what are you going to do? So I think right. it's really a tough thing to go through on camera and it's not necessarily going to be edited in your favor. Of course. <laughs> and especially after the editing that I went through, why would I want to expose something so sensitive? Why would you subject yourself to yeah, more bad editing? Like, yeah. what, are, what are they going to do in the editing? Like, is it going to look even different and worse or completely different than what really happened? It was too risky for me. So Right. It wasn't the ROI wasn't wasn't there, the return on investment, you know, because it's like I if I show that, what am I risking having out there? So mm-hmm. like uh, of the story that the audience will see, that's completely different, or maybe they're missing parts and so on, you know. So right. you guys have seen breakups on a show. They're pretty they're pretty tough. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's part of the reason why I won't. Yeah. I won't. I mean, I, I totally get you. Hey, you guys get it. You guys get oh, it. A thousand, so, a thousand oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we get it, Davina. No lies, no lies were told. No lies were told. Yeah. I, I wanted right. to ask you, Davina, um, was being on TV something that you were kind of into initially when, you know, this opportunity came up at work for you? Was it something that you were automatically like, yeah, I'm down for it? Or were you a little bit kind of like, mm, I don't know? You know, I never planned on being on TV. I was never an actress. I did exclusively modeling and commercials. Like I did like a Nissan commercial and so on. Right. So I'm SAG and everything, but I'm not an actress. I have no training in acting. I don't have like voice training or I, you know, don't think about like, oh, how's this going to look on camera other than visually as far as modeling. So um, that was not a a plan of mine, a goal. And so when this came up, it was very uh, out of the blue, Um, but I knew everyone involved, right? Like Jason and Brad and some of the ladies. And I was like, this could be a good idea. I felt like, wow, this, this, I feel like this is going to be successful. I genuinely in my heart from day one thought this was going to be a success. Mm. And I didn't know, and you could never imagine it would get to this point, but I thought it would be popular just based on what I knew. And Maya did too, which is why she was like, I'm going to fly out from Miami. I'm going to keep doing this, you know? So we're both like, all right, let's give it a shot. You know, everything in in life is a risk. So we were like, let's try it. And we thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be more like million dollar listing. Mm -hmm. I had no idea of the concept or what the focus was as far as storyline or fashion. And, you know, I'm not entirely sure that the producers knew what uh, the format or the focus was going to be until it it started. We started filming and they were evolving and the characters Mm -hmm. were evolving. And you saw somebody like Christine bring the crazy fashion and stuff. So I think then it kind of evolved, but they did have, I'm sure a little bit more of a game plan. And I knew nothing. I thought it was purely going to be a real estate show, like doing deals on, on, you know, phones. Like, Cause you were a real, you're, you're a real, I mean, everyone for the most part yeah. there is a real realtor, correct? Yes. Everyone's a real realtor. Uh, we all have licenses. Right. And so you're yeah. like doing this show now, right? Like all of a sudden it's like a reality show. Mm-hmm. And it, so it becomes more than just about real estate. But we had no idea how much focus there would be on the interpersonal dynamics. Mm. I mean, at at most, we thought it would be like a side thing, but it really is the main meat and potatoes of the show at this point. Right. So which is great, but I didn't understand. So you you have to like think about my background. It's like I sold real estate for big developers like the Ritz Carlton, the W Mm. developers in Valley Hills. They were pretty corporate jobs, like pretty serious jobs. Right. And you have to report to the developer price per square foot and their marketing budget and all that kind of stuff and they're expecting results like what's the conversion rate of the traffic that's coming in and like I have to answer to these guys right so they were pretty serious jobs and it was like a very professional job like corporate right so you're wearing more conservative clothes because Mm. you're trying to be uh, respectful and you don't want to corporate girly yeah you know so that I thought like okay real estate like Mm. this is a like you know million dollar listing suits type of thing And I was like, these girls, how are they dressing? Like they're dressing like they're going out, you know, to like a party. And I was like, well, they look amazing, but I didn't think it was appropriate for real estate. Mm. So when I saw the show, I was like, oh, they're focusing on the fashion. This is totally different than what I thought. Yeah. So, and I didn't understand the format, right? So that was kind of how the evolution. What, what was that for you? Because as I watched the seasons go on, and, and I mean this with, with the utmost respect, your fashion sense 
completely evolved like anyone's fashion sense you know um, I feel you know, like I, you became more fashion like, forward on the show I'm not saying that you were never fashion forward in real life but on the show it became very evident that you kind of let loose a little bit more and you were less of a corporate girly as the seasons went on I still think well, that, you do that's dress what, the most exactly what I was like referencing you know yeah exactly some, what was like, that like uh it was fine I mean I I I understood very quickly what was happening. So then I was like, oh, okay, you know, I can do this. But it's like, mm. well, people to assume that you don't get it. And they're like, oh, you're on the spectrum. It's like, guys, let me see you have no acting experience. Go on a show that you don't know what the format is. Mm. And then let me see you deal with that. You know, it's like, I didn't know what I signed up for. Literally, I had no idea. And right. I think a lot of us didn't know. Yeah. And and then you kind of learn as you go, right? So. Well, now you do it, girl, and you also do it very well. I know that's so, right. You know, well, thank you. Late to the party, but you're here, Davina. Well, you know, uh, I think people underestimate me, and they they assume that they assume all sorts of things, right? But uh, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a fashion show. Okay, we we can do that. Yeah, I can do that. So. You were like, girl, I was with four <laughs> I, when I read because I did read a little bit of you. I try to I try to learn like about all the yeah, people yeah, that yeah. we interview. I actually read something really interesting and I it's a theory I because I couldn't find anything else about it online. So I really want to debunk it. Were you on Million Dollar Listing New York? No, I was on the L.A. one, but I wasn't like a cast member. I'm right. friends with Dalton Bros. And so we did a scene, I think, in one of the cold, um, cold water canyon houses. I think, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It said that you were a season regular, but I, I was yeah. trying I was like trying to go into the yeah, episode. The press just adds or they just make things up. For the know, They're trying to stuff. use you for some coin, girl. I was like million dollar <laughs> listing, Davina. All that came up was that freaking house that we were all oh, at. Oh, Jesus. I was like, this is not what I'm looking for. <laughs> Davina, I have a question. For those of our listeners and watchers out there that have never been on reality TV before, can can you walk us through like what a typical day of you shooting a scene is like? Like, give us that BTS. What is that like for you? Okay, so the BTS of let's say you know our schedule is very spontaneous and last minute. So as you guys know, I'm sure um, it can be um, you know there could be something like a wedding or a specific party or something that is set on a day. So you at least know okay that one is locked in on that day. Mm-hmm. But they could call and say hey something happened yesterday in the scene, so we're going to have a follow up. So we're going to do a coffee scene at 10 a.m. You know, at I'm just throwing it out there like uh, coffee bean. Okay. Yeah. At 10 a.m. with, you know, another cast mate. And then we have an office scene at two o'clock. And then we have a party at eight. Now that's a jam packed day. Those are three scenes, big scenes. Sometimes we have four office scenes in one day back to back at the office. That's a lot. Four so scenes? You, like, four? you have to pretend it's, like, four different days, you mean? Yeah, or like, yeah. So we what? Four yeah. different yeah. outfits? Oh, y'all be working. Then, yeah, the, the tough part is that... Um, the bathroom is tiny in there. Okay. And it's gorgeous and beautiful, but it's not like super operational for hair and makeup. Right. So the light mm. is really dim. You can barely see yourself in this tiny little mirror. And there's like what, eight, nine, ten of us girls. And we're all yeah. trying to change and look at, fix the lipstick and put the earrings and change the hair because we have four scenes. And so we're like, okay. So sometimes things are shot like out of sequence a little bit. And it doesn't make it fake, but it's something that happened two weeks ago and we have to talk about it again, or uh, maybe a certain person was missing and then, you know, talk about it again. And so we do it so many different ways. Um, so it's, it's real, but sometimes again, like someone was missing or something happened. So we have to reshoot it. Um, and yeah. And then sometimes just the shooting schedule is like, you just got to crank it out in one day. Mm. So those are, those are long days, but the, the crew's amazing. They work really hard. They get us lunch, you know, but the office is tight. And so we're all, you know, rushing, changing, putting on shoes in the bathroom, that tiny little bathroom. So that can be a little crazy when it's three different things, like, uh, you know, like out of the office, like a coffee and maybe, a showing and maybe a party, then you are usually going home to change. Mm. And then you're trying to change your hair too. So you got to like have three or four different hair people. Right. Because they, a lot of them are not available last minute. Right. So it's like, you're like, Hey, are you free randomly? Can you do braids or whatever, you know, curl my hair or or you're going to dry bar, just trying to make it happen Yeah, and rushing to the scene. So it looks like a different look. And, you know, we've set the bar so high now, all of us that everyone's like, you got to go above and beyond. You can't show up. It's just basic hair. Right. So, Oh my gosh. No, you guys all look incredible. (laughs) I'm like, can, can you guys, can I 
be in the market to buy a house just so I could be around you guys. Because yeah. you guys are all so hot. How long do y'all shoot? Like per year? Like how many months? Oh my gosh. Uh, usually like six months, but this Damn. time I think it's going to be like wow. eight or nine months. Oh Shut yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, said we got some things to get that, into. Y'all going to work. Hopefully yeah. that'll help. <laughs> hopefully that'll help to like disperse more of the filming. So you're not mm. fi- doing like four different scenes. That's stressful. That's I didn't lot. know that. That's a lot. Well, you know, the thing is that we have a bigger, I think, I don't know how big the cast, but I think they're adding one or two people. Oh. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Don't quote me, but I think that's what's happening. So that makes a cast bigger again. Right. Mm. So then you, you're not necessarily shooting every day. Um, so, but then one day you could have like an all day thing. So it's really all over the place, but you're probably not shooting every single day. It's unusual to, it's like we shoot Tuesday through Saturday, I think. And mm. it's unlikely that you're going to be shooting every single day. So, mm. but wow. it's hard because the glam and hair and makeup, gotta plan it all ahead and so then there's last minute stuff like hey can you just be here at eight tomorrow it's like no but yes <laughs> yeah. so do you do you have like a glam team i imagine you have to have someone like like oh, a yeah. hair at least I have multiple people that i can call but uh, yeah. you know they're not always available so, right right um, mm. oh my goodness so you're just you have I, to be able to do it yourself if you have to right yeah you like, have to be a diy I mean, we definitely queen. did it ourselves before i know a lot of us are like let's just make it happen for so. sure. Oh, for sure. Wow. Yeah. That kind of blew my mind. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Davina, what can you Tell us in three words what it was like when you finished the first season of Selling Sunset. What emotions you felt when them credits rolled after the first season? How did you feel? I like that question, Courtney. When it had aired or after we saw it? Because we saw it like a week or two before. After you, after it aired and you knew that after you had seen it, the whole world had seen it. How did you feel? Yeah. How did you feel? I was shocked and anxiety and I was just um, really hurt and disappointed. Because the way things turned, like happened, wasn't like was not the way I experienced it. Let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. fair. That's okay. fair. But I mean, I'm not stuck in those feelings. I'm good. I'm over that. Yeah, but that, was, that was, I was like, I was like, oh, I understand now. I I get it. I got it. I got it now. So mm. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Davina. Yeah, it, yeah. it it happens to the best of us. You don't get oh, what you're getting yourself into, and when once the show come out, you're like, ah. Ah, put me back in front of that camera. I got y'all next time. Yeah. Then then you're sitting in front of that camera and you're thinking, like they ask you for a response and you want to say, like you're like, oh, and then you remember, oh, I got to dial this back because they're going to take this clip and they're going to use it somewhere else. Exactly. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm really sorry that you felt like that coming off of the first season, but... That's all right. It's it's part of the deal. Um, I think everyone has had those moments. For sure. Every single one of us. I was just about to say that. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's fine. Um, and I think that you can easily turn things around. Not easily, but you, you can t- turn things around. And I think if you understand the big picture, then you're a little more at peace with it. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing here. But, you know, I had, again, no experience. So uh, anyone new that joins our cast is like, oh, this is going to be a roller coaster again. You know, there's no amount of preparation anyone can do. Like, for example, when Chelsea joined, I was like, girl, trust me on this. You don't, you don't, oh, I don't know, you know? And and I think there's no amount of preparation that can prepare somebody and because, you know, it's also like, do they trust you? Because then they think you're trying to manipulate them because you're a cat. And I was like, I understand all the feelings that are going on in your head. I said, I get it. But um, 
you know, just think about the different ways that this could look and the different things that are happening and stuff, just in general, not even with me, just in general. And um, I said, we've all, we've all gone through this roller coaster. And, um, and I think she understands now because then when she saw the show back, she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you expect to be portrayed the way you were? Did you, like, when you were filming it or oh, even yeah. after, you know? After Christine's wedding, you wasn't like, okay, girl, After it's Christine's about to wind up wedding, like this. Um, still, it was not, it was, that was definitely not my intention. And mm. I, you know, I can't get into the every detail of, of the filming, right? But of course. Um, that was not how I meant it, which is like the way that it looked was not my intention. Right? How did you mean it? And I want to know. Well, okay. So it's, you know, I've rehashed this and I've done people exclusive about this. So I don't want to go on and on and on, but, um, there's, it was like three hours of filming this scene and there was a conversation between Heather and Mary first about an article. And then Heather was like, Oh, can you back me up? Because I didn't mean it that way. Cause she had overspoken. It was totally harmless. And then something came up about, Hey, Maya and Davina, you guys were talking to Christine about Chriselle's divorce. Can you, you know, talk about that? And we were like, we don't know what happened. We don't even want to get into this. Like this is Christine's wedding. You know, of course you didn't see that part. Right? Yeah, of course. And then, and then Maya starts talking and, and I was getting kind of annoyed because I didn't want to talk about this. I was mm. like, this is Christine's wedding. Like Chriselle's sitting here upset. Like this is not what I want to be doing right now. But here we are talking about this. And so my tone raises mm. and I wasn't aware of the, like the tone inclinations and things like that and how they come across. I just, it was my mistake, but again, I'm not an actress. So um, I said, you know, I wanted to be honest and, and say, well, we, we did have a scene, Maya, Christine and I, where we were at Christine's house making tea, right? Mm. And we said, well, we don't know what happened. You know, two sides every story. And we didn't mean it in an offensive way at all. And I, in my mind, was just trying to get the scene over with because I was irritated. And I was like, I don't know what happened. Why are you guys, like, asking me? I don't know. Mm. And it looks like I'm some sort of way, like, antagonizing mm. or, you know, um, trying to offend Chriselle, which was not my intention at all. Mm. And the the energy I had was more about having to do this scene versus like directed at her. I hella feel and, that. Yeah. And I think I know for a fact that it was edited. And if you look closely, you can see it's very choppy. Mm. And I said, obviously you didn't get, you know, married to get divorced. I was married. I got divorced. That wasn't my goal either. Like I get that. Right. Mm. But it doesn't sound like I'm empathetic. It sounds like I'm like attacking or, you know, being annoying or something. I don't know. So uh, it was very much my tone and I think my energy was mis misrepresented and how I, I meant it. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. you know, I agree. That's, but if you don't know me and if you don't know how it all works and you see the choppy version and you're just like, wow, this is so offensive and so rude. How can you talk like that? Blah, blah, blah. And then of course they also muted out the other people that were talking in the scene. Mm. So it was like, I'm just talking on my own in this crazy monologue going like, oh, la, 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 you know, so, uh, yeah, so that's. Yeah. The power of editing. Oh, That's well, the power of editing. It's the, it's the power of editing. And I just want to make it clear that although those events have happened in the past, y'all, me, <sighs> Davina, and Miss Crochelle and Miss Chelsea, we kicked our heels up recently and we had a gay oh, time. So that, yeah, that's all totally just, good. that's entertainment. We just wanted that BTS. Well, here, here's the thing, you know, after that, the show really, really blew up, right? And yes, um, Because drama sells. Yes. And I Jonas got an amount of hate, you know, and I uh, understand the way it looked totally aware of that. However, if it wasn't for this big contrast and this dramatic moment, I don't think it would have been as jarring and as like, yes, ma'am. You know, oh my God, did you see that scene where Davina is like talking to Chriselle? Girl, because we was talking so about you, girl. We were like, what the hell she said? Everybody that? knew about Sunny Sunset. Everybody knew about me. And, we and knew oh about God, Davina, girl. Everybody had something to say about it, right? And <laughs> exactly, when everybody has exactly. something to say about you, well, Davina, does your back hurt? Because you're carrying that show <laughs> the whole season on your back, you Davina. Silly. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, look, it's, it's all of us did. You put in work. I, you put in work yeah. that season. Davina, I, I watched that moment. Um, I watched Christine's wedding specifically while I was in the circle. 
Um, we, we, we had like one off day if you make it far enough where you get to like watch Netflix and I watched that and I said damn yeah. whew, now I'm ready to send some people home tomorrow I got the spirit of Davina living in me girl uh, we gonna stir this pot girl and y'all hoes is going home uh, period uh, <laughs> here, here's the thing like I, I'm you know I, I am I am like direct and I am bold and yes I'm, you are I like, to, I like to be honest and have courage so I'm like all right you guys want me to talk about the fact that me Maya and Christine talked about the fact that you know, Kushal got divorced and we don't know what happened, which is the truth. And of course my heart goes out to her, but that's not what brings drama to the show. And they wanted us to talk about like, well, what do you think happened? We have, we have no idea. And God bless these two people to have to even talk about it, you know? Mm. And, Seriously. And so, but it like, it puts us in a bad position. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't know, you know? And, and, but again, like that, this is exactly why I didn't want to talk about my personal relationships. Cause look at, look at it. You yeah. see, like, mm. so uh, right. from yeah, I'm seeing that we're having to talk about what might have happened, which we don't know. So imagine it was the reverse, like, say it was my breakup and they would have to talk about what do you think happened and all that. They would be uncomfortable, too. So it's like. And here you are just trying to be uh, understanding. To yeah. Like, and uh, that's not the the word I'm looking for is a C. It starts with a C. Compassion. Compassionate. Yeah. Thank you. You're just trying to be compassionate, right? To, to your friend's situation. <laughs> and then the show us. comes out and then you're con- you're misconstrued as the bad guy. <laughs> like I, I'm annoyed that I have to talk about this. So you, that's where you see me looking like I'm aggressive or, mm. or like cold, t- cold. Strong. Yeah. Cold. And, and I'm like, at the same time, I know we need, you know, we need a storyline yeah. and, and we got, you know, like, Kershaw was brave enough to talk about like, okay, I'm getting divorced. Right. That's like insanely brave to me. Right. And now we're in the uncomfortable position having to talk about what might've happened. Like, yeah. okay, this is not fun for any of us. So we're just like, we don't know. We don't know. And I wanted to be honest and say, well, yeah, you're going to see the scene that Christine Maya and I did at her house drinking tea. So I might as well own up to it and tell you that we had this scene, mm. right? And then I said, well, I don't know what happened, which I thought was taking a neutral position. But again, my tone it sounded so, I guess, assertive, you know, aggressive. I don't know how it sounded, but it wasn't good. So, <laughs> I mean, like you said, you are not a trained actress, you know. I think yeah. going on, and we, me and Courtney always say this, going on a reality TV show will teach you a lot about yourself. So you probably had just no idea that you just had this tone. You you didn't mean anything by it. You met nothing malicious by it. But you just, you you were irritated in the moment. And that's totally understanding. I was I think, irritated because I had to talk about something I didn't want to talk about. Right. Yeah. And that's what the and, audience and not, doesn't and see. And not at Kershaw, which is what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's what the audience doesn't see. That that And, you know, that it makes total sense. I think I would be equally as irritated. Davina, but, I got a question. How do, how do you and Mary and Heather and all of y'all get chosen out of everyone at mm. work to be on Selling Sunset? Because there's other people that work there with y'all, right? But we don't see them. We don't know them. Yeah, we so know the, y'all. The brokerage did start off smaller. Um, so there wasn't as many people in the beginning. Oh. And I, and then also Jason, was he is like genuinely close to everyone. We're all friends. And mm. he socializes as well. Like we go to dinner and parties and stuff. So the group was smaller before. Mm. So I think he was like, well, these are my friends. They're realtors. Um, he, you know, obviously dated Mary in the past. And mm. so he was like, yeah, these are the people that I work with. These are my friends. It's all in one, right? Work and personal. So he was like, these mm. are the people. And then they just kind of interviewed everyone. And I actually was wasn't part of the original cast, but I joined last minute. I did. What? Tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a transaction with Brett and um, I was working for developers and he goes, Hey, you know, I think we're going to get this, this show. And I was like, Oh, I have so many friends from modeling. They're actors. I was like, Oh, they all do pilots. And sometimes it works. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't really take it serious. I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Wow. You know? And he's like, no, you should meet the producers. And I was like, all right, you know, sure. Like I'll meet them. No problem. So I met them and they're like, you're great and you're different from the other girls. You want to join? And I was like, okay, this is exactly why I had like literally no idea of the format or what it was even about. Like no clue. I just was like, all right, let's just do the, let's do the show, which was in a way 
you know, hindsight was yeah. maybe what was easy to take advantage of, right? Definitely. No. I was just thinking they saw you and they saw an opportunity with you. Yeah. They they even told you, oh, you're different from and the Davina other girls. And Davina is very different. And Davina is so yes. different, but yeah. they, yeah. Like different in what way? And here's the thing: you could be a genius if you don't have the experience or understanding of a subject. Then how could you know unless you've gone through it? Exactly. And, you know, you know, yeah. And if you know nothing about acting, reality TV, then you know it doesn't matter how smart you are. It's like you 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 have no idea what's happening. And then when you see how it all works, you're like, oh, okay, I got it now. I got it. And it isn't until it's too late with reality TV that you recognize it. So you don't know how to handle reality TV until you go on it. And even when you go on reality TV, it's never the same way the fall the next time or the time after that. It's a process. I, I think um, there are some things that you can learn that can make you more empowered, you know, without going into too much detail. But I think it's not about not having confidence, but it's just like what's actually allowed and like what can or can't you do. Mm. And I think once you have a better understanding of that, then you feel much more empowered and you understand like what's required for the show, what, you know, what we need and how to make that work for you and still be authentic. Right. Because, um, uh, look, I'm grateful that they added me to the show. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here. And I think a lot of people might've quit if they were me after season three, but, Mm. um, you know, I'm, I'm very strong. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to figure this out. I'm not going to quit when, you know, I'm the villain because things can always turn around. Look at the housewives. Yes, and ma'am. Whenever they constantly. I was dope. I look, I look at you and I think about housewives, yeah, honestly. I agree. Davina, in your opinion, because you've been on so many seasons of Selling Sunset, in your opinion, what does one have to have in order to be a multi-season sort of regular? Like what traits do they have to possess, would you say? That's a good question. I think you have to, you got to be pretty courageous and bold in some moments. Like you have to be willing to take risks. Mm. Uh, And I think some, I know for a fact, some people are not, you know, they have certain opinions, but they would never share them because it's just too scary. Um, And so to be interesting on the show and to really either connect with somebody or make a dramatic impact. You have to be willing to, to take a chance and just risks. Um, and you never know, it might work out in your favor, but you don't know. So you have to have the kind of those balls of steel, you know, because <laughs> it's scary. It can be very anxiety inducing. So um, you have to be willing to take risks. I think you have to be, um, you have to be in the fashion and, and the way you look on camera, be aware of that. And uh, just confident in general. Yeah. And, and, you know, defend yourself if someone is coming for you. Because someone will come for you. If you're not going to come for them, they're yep. going to come for you. Yes, ma'am. Somebody, uh-huh. eventually, eventually, it's going to happen to everybody. And you got to somehow manage that conversation. And um, hopefully the part that where you sort of um, defended yourself or got out of the mess uh, gets shown in, in the way that is flattering. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm on board with that, Davina. You just dropped some golden nuggets. Y'all heard that? Now go be on TV. Davina, Davina has me thinking. Davina has me thinking. I'm like, is, is this the last, the last tussle I got into? What, what am I going to look like? <laughs> what, what, what is that going to look like? I don't know, Davina. You and I, we're both in the same boat, sister. Okay, because my edits are not good either. But you know what? Mm. I am okay with being like portrayed as the villain because I don't want people thinking that I'm nice. I don't want people thinking I'm a pushover. I think the only thing worse than being a villain is being someone that can be ran over. So or forgettable or forgotten. Because why would you put your all your stuff out there to be forgotten? Exactly. Everybody knows my name, baby. I'm not worried about it. Oh, everybody knows my name too. They're like they're always like you know on Twitter. I saw a photo. I was at dinner the other day, and someone was like, "Oh, I thought she was gonna bite." me i was like all right you know that's 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 what you think but at least i'm you know you were too scared to ask me for a photo i would have been more than happy but you're so scared. you should have been like hi i would have lunged at the table do you think that there's power in being a reality tv villain divina oh definitely most definitely uh it just depends um do you consider yourself a villain i think i was and you know i don't consider myself a villain but um 
I am very strong. And if you push, if you push me, like, I'm not going to back down. This is exactly why I'm still here. Cause a lot of people would have already quit. Talk your shit, Davina. Talk your shit, Davina. Right. Right. I I actually (laughs) am really good. Like I'm coming for you. (laughs) I'm really glad we're getting into this because the internet loves to portray uh, outspoken women mm-hmm. as the villain, right? Like you had an opinion and you you said your piece and there's something wrong with that, right? There's something wrong with you just kind of saying what you want to say. I don't think that you're the villain. I think that you are more direct and more blunt yeah. and more of a risk taker than some of your other castmates. But I don't I don't think you're the villain. I, I, I actually really enjoy watching you on TV and I really like seeing the character development of your role on, on Selling Sunset. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, but, the, you know, but then at that point, like after going through that, then you're like, okay, like, when do you want to take that risk to be super bold? Because then that's the only thing they're going to show. So yeah. I have to be... Um, Calculated. Yeah, you have to kind of think about when is the best time to unleash that, you mm. know. <laughs> When's the best time to unleash the Kraken? Okay, girl. <laughs> Interesting. This is great conversation. Yeah, Davina. <laughs> okay, while we're on, like, still this topic, is there a moment that happened on the show that you were surprised by how the scene looked? Like, maybe you were there, and then oh, when you saw the show I- and you were like... So many scenes. Um, oh. You mean my own or other people's? Uh, whichever one stands <laughs> out to you the most. Yeah. Well, when, when, when I, I say, say that, what's people, the first scene? When I say other people, I mean Christine. Um, you know, it was interesting because when we were filming season five, because we filmed four and five back to back. And four was fine. But then when we filmed five, you know, we were still texting all the time, talking on the phone. We didn't have a lot of scenes together, which I was like, oh, interesting. You know, so I was like, OK, what's happening here? And she was filming a lot with Chelsea. So I was like, I know Christine pretty well. And I was like, huh. Yeah, I had a feeling she was talking shit, but I didn't know because I wasn't part of her scenes. Mm. So I was like, I'm curious what exactly she's saying. Mm. Right. And she was still really friendly to me and texting me and I would see her here and there. And she was really nice and we were cool. And I just thought she was like busy with the baby or whatever. Um, But when I saw the show, um, I was like, wow, wow, this is uh, good to know. Good to know that you threw me under the bus and you were basically fake to my face being nice and you were just talking nonstop shit. And so you didn't find I, out until you watched the show that she was saying all of it. Davina, all of Christine didn't call you and say, OK, girl, this is how it's going to go down. Yeah. Like, you, she, you don't do that. So then I'm calling you and being like, girl, I was talking shit. Like, Courtney, I'm being, Courtney, I'm currently talking shit about you. I'll I'll pick you up at nine. We still got dinner reservations, right? Okay, love you, bitch. Bye. That bitch, Courtney. I'm kind of surprised. You're, you're yeah, not, y'all don't keep me each too. other in the know before y'all see the show. Wow, that's well, interesting. No, so no, no, we do, we do. But um, when I asked her, she was like, "Oh, it's fine, no worries." And then when she's like breezy and blowing it off, I was like, "Okay, I got you." I was mm. like, "There's something more there that you're not sharing," and I know her, and mm. so I was like, "Okay, I, I understand what's happening." So I had an assumption, but I didn't know exactly what she was saying or how the scenes were going down. And, um, I was like, well, I'm not worried, but you know, maybe you should think about what's happening here because there's like 10 other people on the cast that also have opinions and, um, we're all filming as well. And, you know, maybe, maybe think about that. So, um, <laughs> maybe and, think about you know, that. up until, up until actually the reunion, um, I like, okay, before the show had aired, she was talking to me and we were talking about glam and I hooked her up with my hairdresser and I was, Mm. you know, being really nice, asking her about all kinds of stuff, travel and whatnot. And we were totally cool. And then when I saw the show, I was like, um, did you think this was going to be okay? Like you thought I was just going to let this go. Like you thought we were going to just continue on as if nothing happened. Like, I don't think so. I wonder why I wonder, is that always how drama went with you guys in prior in the prior seasons it was it just like a like a oh shit this is a surprise or did you guys let each other know prior to filming or prior to the show dropping that (laughs) i mean if if we're all in a scene together then everyone witnesses what happens right of course um but then if it's just one or two or four people you might hear something like uh they were talking about so-and-so or Mm. something happened you know but you may not know exactly what was said right because they also they're also like well we don't know 
it's going to be used of a three hour scene. So let's hope. So maybe, yeah, maybe she didn't. But I can't imagine you because in season five, she talked a lot of shit. I felt like every scene and I don't want to make this interview about Christine because it is definitely about you, Davina. But I I understand what you're saying. It felt like every scene that Christine was in, in the interview portion, at least, it was like talking about someone. So, I mean, I can't with respect to her. I think like maybe she was hoping that some of the scenes didn't get used. But if you're talking sure. that much right. no, no, about own it, own, own the shit talking. I yeah. mean, at least you just be like, hey, it. hey, look, I don't want you to be surprised. Mm-hmm. There are a couple interviews where I said some things and, you know, I just want to let you know we're cool on the back end. We're cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just show drama. You know, season five. Oh, we got oh, to dig she, deep. But, but, no, no, no. But she thought she was going to use me for show drama and for her character and to be the ultimate villain that can just step all over people and that they all just accept that. And that's not what's happening. So, huh. uh, yeah. So that, I mean, that's real drama. It's no longer a show. I was going to say y'all not cool. No. Okay. Wow. And no. Is she cool with anyone on the cast that you know? No. Of? Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Familiar. But there's so much yeah, more. Yeah. I was going to say it sounds a lot like it's a situation we know. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It's just, it, there's so much more that happened that like all of these things all together. But for me, the fact right. that she was talking so much shit and then pretending to be cool to my face and then trying to be like, that's just for the show. What does it mean? And taking it serious. That's what she told Maya. But then to me, she was like, oh, um, what did she say? Oh, yeah, I was hurt that you were friends with Emma. So it's like, which one is it, right? Like, what is it? What's right, real and what's not? Right. You can't uh, like cherry pick what is real, what moments right. are fake. And then also like own the fact that you did that and instead of hoping that it wasn't going to be used. Like, I don't know. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's mm-hmm. um, that's crazy. Do you think that that's she'll why, be? Like, I wanted to own what I had said about Chrishell. You see what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, Yo, you're going to see it. This was what happened. And my intention was to be actually open about it. So, I mean, I see it, Divina. That's why we wanted to have you on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that about you. I love that you are always willing to go there, that you never have a problem <laughs> speaking about things. I think a lot of people, especially in this industry, don't know how to deal with confrontation. And that's just not something I feel like you're very shy of. I agree. You know, you're. I don't, I don't love it, but like if you right. want to talk about something, let's talk about it. When you're being filmed for a TV show and the tone matters, and then it, it can, with music, it can, you know, I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed, but I get a lot of crazy carny clown music and things like that. It's like, for example, this is a very small scene. I meet Mary and Jason in season five and I talk about, or four, I think, I talk about coming back at a coffee a shop, right? And our scene was supposed to be at, um, at a restaurant, I forgot the name, um, on Melrose. It was supposed to be at a high-end restaurant for dinner. And so I got this pink dress that was dressy and I'm in hair and makeup getting ready. And they're like, Oh my God, panicking. Sorry. You know, we switched you, Jason and Mary with Christine and Vanessa, and we're going to give you guys the coffee shop where they were supposed to meet. And they're going to get the dinner spot where you were supposed to go. And I'm like, but I have an outfit for like, a You're like I'm in a dinner. pink dress. Yeah. 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 And they're like, well, sorry, that's what we're doing. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just be overdressed. So I go there and of course they play carnival music to make me look stupid and it's like like you, you purposely overdressed yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what you can never fine, be overdressed but- or overeducated i live by that davina here's a question okay so me and savannah our opinions on production in general are like two sides of this of the argument right like savannah feels like Producers don't have souls. I feel some. like some. A vast majority. A vast majority. I feel like depending on the situation, they can be like your biggest cheerleaders. What what's your opinion yeah. on that argument? Yeah, I would agree with both of you. They're human beings. They're usually actually um very emotionally intelligent, which is why they can do this job. Yes. They know how to connect with people and yes. they're they're very good at communicating and uh, relating to someone because they've dealt with reality talent, they've dealt with reality shows, and they understand what it means to blast this out into the universe and the um, anxiety related to that. So I think that they can be very uh, kind and sweet and do have your best intentions. On the same token, they're here to do a job and they're here to get a juicy reality show. Exactly. You know, one of my closest friends was a showrunner for, um, I don't want to say the shows, but big shows. And she would tell me like, it's killing her because she's friends, genuinely friends with the stars of the show. And she was struggling because she had a kind of, I don't want to say take advantage, but she had to kind of like, you know, get some of the stories Manipulate. out. 
Yeah. And, and she, she was struggling with that emotionally. And she was like, I don't know if I can do this much longer. So she actually quit after 15 years. So mm. yeah, that that's why I feel like, yeah, if I so were- they are kind people and they are really sweet and really smart. Um, and you want to trust them, which is why they've been selected mm-hmm. for this job. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes they have your best interests at heart. Sometimes they don't. And yeah. you have, you have to feel your intuition, what you think is happening, which can take you on a, kind of a spiral, right? Cause you're like, is this really what's happening? You know, yeah. is this the yeah. way it's going to be edited? Like, I don't, is this in my best interest or am I being played? Like, I don't know. So. Oh my God. The constant struggle between what is good for me and what isn't when you're on a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. I think that producers are there to do a job. I think that they care about you when it benefits their job. They care about your well-being as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're helping the storyline to develop. And then I think there comes a certain point where every producer, like your friend, is conflicted because to the core, I think they're good people just trying to do a good job, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you can't be like a a morally correct person and be a reality TV show producer. It just doesn't work like that and so I don't know that that's why I have feelings about it because it's like yeah they care about us but only no, to no, a certain it's, extent it's, it's work where and that's yeah and you want you want to treat them like a friend mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you see them so much and you want to kind of be friends with them yeah but there's really a boundary because you have to understand the dynamic and, exactly. and also their job right and that's their job literally that's their job so it's tricky and that's where I, I'm going to go back to like knowing certain things and then feeling more empowered because you're like, you know what? No, I'm not doing that because I don't want to, I'm, I don't feel comfortable or I don't agree with this or, and I will say there were moments that were extremely tense and they, I felt like they really did have my back. Mm. So, and it played out exactly the way I felt in the moment. So yeah, there are moments where they do really care, I think, and they can see that you're struggling and you're really vulnerable and struggling and they're like, okay, you know, you, this person needs my help right now, genuinely, whoever it might be. And I have had that experience too, where I was like, guys, I'm not doing good. Like, I'm not going to show up for this. I can't do this. This is like too much for me. And they really did help me a lot. So, and it, and it, it turned out fine. So Aww. it just, it's, it's a toss up depending on the situation. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's good to know. It's good to know that you feel that way after everything you've been through. Too. Oh, I, I mean, trust me, I've been through really bad moments too. Right. But, yeah, uh, but there were also good moments. So I'm happy I have that as a reference and that it played out like the final version was exactly how my intuition felt. So I was like, okay, so it's, it depends. It's 50, 50, you have to kind of feel it out. And that's why it's so much, it's so, I don't want to say draining, but it's like very emotionally involved, you know, because you have to think about what's happening and the, your castmate and also the producers and w- what's the goal here. So, yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we've heard about you being on selling sunset. We've heard mm. a little bit of your life before. I want to hear about the after what's next for you, Davina. Are you going to continue doing reality real estate or what, do you, what are you going to do, girl? I feel like you could create your own business at this point. Um, well, I have real estate courses that are about to launch. Have to be a real estate agent. So many people are curious Her. and they want to know and they want to learn. So um, I decided to launch those. I think they're going to come out in like a week or so. So I'm very excited. Ooh, okay. Yeah, thanks. And then um, I do have a project in the works, but I can't talk about it. So I'm very excited about that. Ooh, it's beauty related. So um, okay. yeah. Don't worry. You can tell us after. <laughs> yes, I will. And yeah, just um, I want to try to go to Burning Man. We'll see if I can go because we're filming during that time. So, mm. ooh, take the take the crew <laughs> to Burning Man, girls. Tell, tell them yeah, to that's, that, that's the cash trip right there, girl. Tell tell them yeah. to yeah. Tell them to put bring, drive out the RV. Davina, like I don't want y'all in my business like that while I'm trying to live no, my life. I, I, would, I would that, but that's that's a grueling that's a grueling setup, and I don't know if they allow that, like because they're like anti-commercial stuff. You know? And you know what? It, it might yeah yeah yeah. Because the whole point of Burning Man is to disconnect. My brother, oh. I have an older brother that religiously goes to Burning Man, tries to get me to go every year. But Burning Man is one of those festivals that you can't just do last minute because it's yeah. in the middle of the desert you need to plan for a week in the desert you also can't like 
there, there's no trash cans out there. So you can't just like leave your trash. You have to, you have to take all your trash out. Whoa. Um, there's like no like plumbing or anything. So you're like literally camping. It is quite literally latitude and longitude coordinates that are sent to you. And like, everybody agrees like, okay, this is where we're going to meet. You drive like off road for miles in the desert and you're just hoping you're going in the right direction. And then randomly you like, see everyone and it's just like you're in the desert it, you're literally in the middle Whoa. of nowhere and it's crazy because they have all these really awesome art installations and stuff and amazing art amazing yeah. art. i mean the thing is like so many people say oh it's so life-changing like i think it's a bit dramatic like it's really fun the art's insane yeah um it's it looks like you're on mars because the landscape is so dusty and i'll go know, with the- you davina shoot <laughs> my brother always goes and always wants me to go with him but by the time I decide I want to go it's like too late for me to get everything and I want to be prepared I don't want to be like dehydrated in the yeah you gotta be prepared yeah yeah um there's a few different ways you can go but I this year it's really tough to get tickets just because I guess everyone wants to go after COVID right Mm, yep yeah yeah lord (laughs) so we'll see we'll see but that's the other thing if you're gonna go then you can't just go for two days. So no. I don't know if it's going to work with the schedule. So mm. fuck it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me, fuck it. No. And I mean, you, you got to do selling sunset. We love you on there. Um, but if you can get away, you know, I, I think it would be fun, especially for the other girls. I agree. Girls. No, I totally agree. I'm going to try to go. The yeah. other girls could use a good Burning Man trip. I, I'm going to tell you that I much. I would agree with you there. <laughs> I would agree with you. But, Just you a little know, spiritual awakening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All righty. It's time to get into our game. All right, Davina. Look, girl, I love you. But at the end of every episode, we like to play a little game with our guests just to get the little wheels turning up here, okay? Okay. It's our version of Fuck, Mary Kill. We call it Kiss, oh. Mary, Avoid, okay? You kiss, pick from Mary these- Kiss, Avoid. Okay. Kiss, Mary, Avoid. You have to pick from these three options. You mm. wanna give her her options? I'm gonna give you your options, Davina. We no. have uh, Christine, Chriselle, okay. and Adnan. Adnan Ooh, is that the- $75 million Superman she? Yes, which oh, we man. we met him. We went to the house, beautiful house, beautiful home. very expensive, very, very expensive. Very expensive. No, wait, wait, Christine, Chriselle, and, and Adnan. Adnan, kiss, Mary, avoid. <laughs> 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 we like to make it fun. We like we like to make it fun. Fun and challenging, girl. What am I gonna do with Adnan, guys? Like, <laughs> keep my quiet. Like, what, I'm gonna be like avoid. Like, I don't know. Give okay, him a little kiss. Say sorry. Like, like, sorry, I couldn't. Uh, sorry, I couldn't sell your house. Here's a little kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blow him a little kiss. Um. Okay, Christine, avoid. Um, I think we got that. Adnan, kiss, Mm. and Chriselle, marry. Love that. Love that. I love that. What about you? Oh goodness, kiss, marry, avoid. Kiss, marry, avoid. Kiss, marry, avoid. Um. Mary Adnan, because I want that house, baby. Ooh. Sorry to his wife, but cha-ching, okay? Silly. Cha-ching. He's <laughs> so nice, though. You guys met him, right? Oh, like, nice I nice, had, Davina, nice. I had to go up to him and talk to him. <laughs> I I made it a point to go up to his wife and him, and I said, you guys have a lovely house. Can I move in? No, I'm kidding. I just said, you guys have a really lovely house. Have you sold this? And he said, no. And I laughed, you know, because he yeah, was joking yeah, yeah. with him. Love him. The sweetest guy. If he's oh, looking for his right. second wife. Yeah, um, nice. Mary Adnan. Are like, does he does he want to be my daddy? Like, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's such a self respecting man. He wouldn't even bat an eyelash at me. Um, but I, I would still want to marry the man. Uh, I don't know. I'm stuck because I, I really like Christine and Chriselle. Like, I don't really know either of them personally, so I can't that's, say that's avoid. Yeah. And, and I love Christine. Like, you know, I do wish her the best, and I wish. I don't know. It, you know, I have no idea. I don't know if she's coming back to the show or not, but if she does, if she does come back, like I would talk to her and I would talk to her, you know, if she wanted to meet up and apologize and actually make an effort, but I don't see that. So it's okay. We understand. I mean, I think sometimes yeah. you can only go so far with people. And I always like to say people are in your life for reasons and seasons. You're right. So literally, quite literally, Christine was in your life for seasons and now she's gone. Silly. And literally. you know, um, I think, I would want to marry Chriselle because you know her a little bit. I love. Right? I know Chriselle a little bit, and she's so sweet. 
And I know the last per- I mean I I know the last person Everyone, she was married to didn't it, it didn't work out and I think I could do better than him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Chrishell and who does that leave? I ki- uh, kissing Christine. I'm kissing Christine. Mm-hmm. Come here, Christine. Give me those full lips. You're okay. silly. <laughs> uh, me, I am going to avoid Adnan just because <laughs> I know A and Ad begins with A. I'm going to marry Chrishell because she's sweet and she throws excellent parties and she's a lot of fun. She doesn't invite me though. <laughs> Silly. Chrishell, I know you're watching, sister. You can I also know, call I me. Know that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would kiss Christine because she'd probably kiss me with a luxury lip color. Yeah. So yes, shout out to you, Christine. I need the look here. <laughs> fun. <laughs> Oh, well, I think that that was a good game. I mean, I think this is good. I hope no feeling, no real feelings are hurt because no, it d- truly yeah, is just of a game. Not. Um, all right. Well, Davina, it was so awesome having you on the podcast. You were everything and more that we hoped uh, you would be. It's great getting to know you. And, and now I feel like I can call you a friend because you yeah. we met already at the FYC event. But mm-hmm. now I really feel like, OK, we are bonded. Yeah. Yes. There's an understanding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Courtney and I, I think we played a little basketball. Yeah, we was at Chris We yeah. shot the little hoops, girl. Were you, were you dunking on him? <laughs> Listen, she was way better than I was. Believe that. <laughs> uh, where, where can our viewers find you? Davina, how can they keep up with you aside from this podcast and the TV show? Uh, on Instagram at Davina Potratz. And my courses will be for sale very soon. Awesome. Get them courses, y'all. Courtney. (laughs) You can follow me on social media at Court Revolution on Twitter and TikTok and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. You can find me online at Savannah Palacio basically everywhere. But if you're Adnan, call me 818. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Make sure you follow the Homecoming Queens podcast on TikTok and Instagram at Homecoming Queens Pod. You can watch every episode of the Homecoming Queens podcast on our new YouTube channel, Homecoming Queens Pod. We just started it. All right, y'all. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know what to do. Other than that, thanks for watching, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Homecoming Queens is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Engineer, producer, and editor, Clementine Yost. Theme song by Will Pitts. Cover photo by Stephanie Sayas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Bowen. <laughs>